Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Once again, Midflight Brawl is brought to you by our good mates at Heaps. Normal, delicious, mm. independent, non-alcoholic beer. Mm, indeed, Mr. Heggie. You can yes. vote for him now. Give him a bloody vote. Get over to the Gabs Festival, the great Australasian beer spectacular. They've got a hottest 100 and chuck heaps normal in there. I've already done it, mate. I negotiated the website myself. If I can do it, you people can do it. Mate. Get on, vote for heaps normal. It is the best one by a mile. That means you must have been drinking it while you were doing it because I, I think you're <laughs> – Fucking one full alcoholic beer away from throwing your computer through a wall. So, you were drinking heaps normal and voting for them. Get around them. They've got the new half-day hazy. Try the other one. The Quiet XPA's won a bunch of awards. But get around the bloody heaps normal. And if you order them online, heapsnormal.com. Chuck in duty-free at checkout for free shipping around Australia. Hey, I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. Throughout human history, there have been countless scuffles, melees and fracasses. When planes were invented, we didn't magically just stop belting the shit out of each other. So ladies and gentlemen, strap in, kick your shoes off, recline your seat without checking, drink your duty-free and start staring aggressively at strangers. This is Mid-Flight Brawl. Mid-air madness, passengers trading blows. Mid-air brawl on board a scoot flight from the Gulf Coast. At LAX, thrown off a flight from Bali. A disruptive passenger on board. Cussing, screaming, spitting, even urinating. So many of them have been captured on cell phones. I'm the lady that's not in the I hope this crashes. Out the fucking door. Welcome to Midflight Brawl. Any tip rat can fly now, and here's what happens when they do. I'm Nick Cody, and I am Luke Heggie. How are you going, mate? Good, mate. I'm looking forward. It's uh, I've got a feeling at the minute, like the last few weeks, we're seeing a lot of uh, a lot of air rage incidents, and it's quieting down a bit. Yeah. And what I think's happening is we're in the eye of the storm here, because this weekend is the end of the long school holidays for a lot of schools. Ah, yeah. Here in Australia, you reckon there'll be a lot of Timor Sea shenanigans. <laughs> I think there's going to be – I'm just calling a few Jetstar delays coming out of Denpasar and people are going absolutely fucking burko. I reckon we'll we'll see three three or four newsworthy ones from around Australia between this Thursday and next Thursday. Oh, you've got to think of the children getting them back to school on time on Monday. (laughs) I reckon a lot of Sunday-nighters will be coming back. Maybe Monday morning. Would you chance it? Just take the kids straight from the airport to school. Probably already in the uniforms over there, ready to go. You've got a couple of school-age children and you'd mm-hmm. know post-COVID, I'm here, like mates of mine with older kids, they just take them out two weeks before school ends. Goes, fuck this, we're going on a holiday. I'll do the, yeah, right. I'll do the worksheet. Easy. That's what I want. Yeah, I can teach. Yeah. No, not really. We have come back from overseas before, the night before, and just straight to bed, straight to school next morning, 8 o'clock. So, yeah. Fuck. That has. What is jet lag, you loser? Go to school. <laughs> Have a fucking whiz fizz from the canteen. Yeah. You'll be right. <laughs> That's fine. You'll be flying. If you pretend jet lag doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. It's like most things. Man, well, again, 
I keep seeing those things where all the flight attendants say, if you just drink water, have no booze, no food, you'd be fine. Mm. It's almost as if someone else said that a while ago <laughs> and you didn't listen. <laughs> just one man staring at a black screen eating a Vegemite sandwich. I think the flight attendants have got a different motive for telling people that. Oh, yeah. Like laziness plus they don't want to deal with piss people. <laughs> you reckon that's what it is? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. You tell people anything. Just have a little bit of red wine and that's it. Go to bed. Yeah. That's the best thing for jet yeah. lag. It's like what's in it. Like it's saying it's a you know favor you're doing for people. I've seen a lot of businesses uh, this week saying, look, you know whatever your beliefs are, you can come and work on the public holiday this Thursday if you like. We'll open up for you. You can work. Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> it's really big of them. <laughs> <laughs> do you think? Do you think? Because I know. By the time this comes out, it drops 2 a.m. every Thursday morning. So I know you'll be getting the lamb chops ready for a fucking drive-by barbecue. Oh, I've um, already marinated the day before, mate. <laughs> do you think uh, Do you think that's a good idea, though, to go, I don't, want to, I don't want to take Thursday. I'll just take another day. Yeah, do they give you another day or do they just make you work, work through the, newest, the new Australian way? Yeah, I heard you can pick another day. Oh, okay. But the tr- I think the true Australian way is not turning up on Thursday and then just calling in sick on Friday. For sure, yeah. Yeah. Just say you're there Thursday, call in sick Friday. Here's my day in lieu. I was the only one there. Fucking sorted. We figure this out. We will be working though uh, this weekend. Our show, Comedy Republic, live mid-flight brawl in Melbourne, sold out. Can't even ram a friend in. It is that sold out. And, well, in a way, sucked in. You should have got organised. Yeah, it's bloody going to be chockers. And then afterwards... 8.30, 8.30, so that's a 5 p.m. Saturday, 8.30 p.m. because we've got gigs in between. We're going to start our mid-flight crawl yeah. going bar hopping to four of the shittest uh, pubs in Melbourne, starting at your favourite and wedding location, <laughs> Golden Nugget. It's a big footprint pub that you can fit a lot of people in, so it's a good place to start. We'll sort out the wheat from the chaff from there, but there is about an hour and a half or so in between, so maybe grab a meal or something and don't be too objectionable at the mid-flight crawl and might trim off a few because we don't want 100 people on the crawl. We're not getting in. Or you can all head to the Golden Nugget early if you like and just start fucking filling up those pokey machines so when I come in with a lobster for the more chilli, <laughs> slap grand jackpot. Yeah, okay. that's how it works. <laughs> it's, it's called teamwork. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Round on me. Um, I see you've had a week of it, mate, off at the, uh, your favourite sport, the tennis in with all your mates, the fanatics, you're in there, the, uh, <laughs> dressed up. <laughs> the what a what a whirlwind twenty four hours. I went from beer fest doing gigs in beer fest in Geelong in a tent in a field with yep. people just maggot having a great time to the tennis. Um, thanks to Emirates, Heggy. Oh, okay. Here we go. Yep. Always be closing. Yeah. Always be closing. Mm-hmm. No, Emirates had a uh, had a suite there. Got it through the, of course, the fucking radio. Come down, get drunk. It was set up like an airport lounge mm. and much like an airport lounge, uh, it took me a l- I was one of the last to get to the gate, Yeah. also known as the match in this instance. I got yeah. there uh, for the start of the third set, Novak Djokovic. They get snaky if you just walk down the stands while they're playing. Do you have to wait? Oh, well, yeah. I found out you've got to wait. So they only open up every – it's every three games. Oh, Okay. So, so there's got to be three games. When they when they switch, it ends. Every two games. Well, no, no, every three. Oh, okay. So every right. three they open up, people rush down, get their seats, and um, 
we're about four rows back in the corner, fucking ripper seats. But I was with our mate Milan, your mate, who is uh, loves a loves a loves a drink and loves a chant and is Serbian. Yeah, and I don't reckon anyone else around us was going for Novak. Yeah, right. He got me into it. I was yelling out chants. I was I was surprised I wasn't on TV. Surprised I didn't get a quiet please. Yeah, we were well we fired up. <laughs> it was bloody great. Made me enjoy. Nice. I'd I'd never been to the tennis. I didn't like tennis. I never watched it. Now I uh, it's all right. Yeah, not bad. It takes, not, it takes a bit of the boredom away if you're scoffing down strawberries and cream and stuff. Uh, did you get sweets and treats? Did they bring your beers out to your seats and things or not? No, no, no. But there was all there were cocktails and beers and everything in the in the suite. And then you just walk. so from the suite you can't see. No, no, no. There were these uh, sort of big. A bunch of companies had different ones. There were all these. I don't know. Just big rooms set up, and then you just walk straight into uh, Rod Laver from there. Literally, literally forty meters, I reckon. Thirty meters from the suite to your seat. I would I would have thought they'd have like soundproof glass, you know, corporate box style, like at the cricket. No, there are some. There are some corporate boxes, but these were uh, these were a little bit bigger. And um, fuck me, what a time! Great. It was a bloody good time. Have you been to the tennis? I've been to Wimbledon tennis, but I've not been to Melbourne tennis. Not even Roland Garros in your hometown. No, I did go. I went no. to Wimbledon once. That was good. Not Roland. Is Roland Garros US? Uh, no, that's France. That is France. Flushing Flushing Meadows is is that's US. right. Uh, it's a bloody. Anyway. Classy event. Some people I found out, yeah. I didn't know it was such a tournament. Some people just turn up, day pass, never get in. It's like the races. They never see a match. Well, they're just out in the compound. They see yep. line up. Yeah, it's grim. In the festival area. I fucking never understood that. It was like people I knew growing up, mates, buying suits, everything, to go to the races and not see a race. Yeah. Just getting maggot in a car park. Well, I when I went, it was 90s, late 90s, Wimbledon. And it was like I didn't get a centre court or anything, but um, I was concentrating on my on the sandwich that I'd packed, and I got hit by the ball <laughs> by one of the one of, one of the woodies. <laughs> Are you serious? It wasn't hard. It wasn't a full hit into the crowd. Yeah, but yeah. It bounced off something and hit me. I was trying. I didn't drop my sandwich, but close. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! I've been with you at a sporting event where you brought. Boiled eggs and a spice wheel. Yeah. So imagine, imagine you want to take salt the pepper. <laughs> full day, need a platter. Yeah. What do you take a full day of the cricket? Well, I don't go to full days at the cricket anymore, but I used to take all sorts of stuff back when, back when you know, before the nanny state kicked in in Queensland, you take an esky full of beer and whatever else you wanted. Like, a, yeah. And they wouldn't care. It was sick. You wouldn't even have to. There'd be a grass hill as well. Sit on that at the Gabba. It was awesome. That was a good day out. Um, but then they brought in the check and everything, so you had to inject your fruit with booze and uh, oh, yeah. fill up those little ice packs. Those little, you know, <laughs> it's like a hip flask essentially, and it's a plastic hip flask. Yeah. And um, yeah, whatever. Just, you know, a stick of salami and a block of cheese and a loaf of bread. Nice. So what? What are you four blokes bringing in? Eight watermelons. All right. <laughs> Seems legit. Have a fun day, boys. <laughs> Must really love your fruit. You'll um you'll be down in Melbourne early though. Uh, actually, tonight this comes out on a Thursday. Tonight, Thursday oh, yeah. night, you yeah. will once again be on a panel show. 
Not a, uh, what did you call that? A panel show? Am I a panelist I on that? I'm a guest on a panel show. So a guest on a panel show again. Yep. Mm. Mm. Breaking <laughs> your New Year's resolution in January. <laughs> Fulfilling it, I think you're fine. <laughs> You'll be on the project. So check Eggy out on the project. My boy had a New Year's resolution to this year get a mega Slurpee and finish it. <laughs> Already did it. Yeah, so, sick. What are we going to do for the rest of the year then? Nothing, nothing to look forward to now. Well, now you can chill out. <laughs> Probably just have a fucking ice freeze headache yeah. until New Year's Eve. Man, are there, I haven't even, I've not seen a Slurpee in some time. I assume there's a, there's a lot more flavors than your stock standard cola raspberry now. Oh, I mean, there's only four choices. There's, yeah, there's oh. some shit ones. There's like, I had a sip, tasted all sour or something at the bottom. I think they've, oh. yeah, they've, Jump the shark there. Yeah. That'd be probably fucking Tim Tams or that, you know, Gelato Messina or something. Once they're, you know, they're in the Slurpees, it's no good. Sour grapes and shit like that they've got. Oh, yuck. But stick with cola and raspberry, you won't go wrong. Yeah, that's perfect. Don't ever eat anything blue. And also, you can uh, you can plug it now. You're special out on YouTube, Heggy. Oh, yes. I certainly can. Uh, it's called Have That. It's full hour on YouTube. Get around it if you want. If you want to have a whinge, don't do it in the comments. There's a, there's a specific a, a Pacific um, complaints form on my website for that. So get into that if you want. And also but, just um, get to lukehegge.com for all your upcoming tour dates of Grot, the new mate. festival show. Mm. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's not grotty <laughs> enough yet, but it'll be on the it's on the way soon. Fuck yeah! All right, before we get into the app, each week if we're down the line, we're on Zoom. Uh, you have always got a a background of a building with a rather uh, dark history. Um, this just looks like an apartment. Uh, quite looks like a nice apartment. Mm. I'm going to have a guess. Nice apartment building. That colour brick. It's looking a bit, uh, I, I want to say New York. Oh, you're close. Oh, where are we talking? This, their socks are a bit more red here. Ah, Boston. Yes. Beautiful. Boston, Mass. And uh, the hints in the name. For, this is the first crime scene. Oh, Boston Strangler. Yeah. Fucking. Yeah. I don't even know much about the Boston Strang- uh, Strangler. Sorry. No, I don't know too much. Well, it's different theories that it's more than one person, really. But um, one one attention seeking fuck we'd owned up to all of them, but he only did one, I reckon. I don't know. Uh, uh, but yeah, sort of early 60s. And you know, black and white era. They didn't even have, didn't even have the internet, so they're a bit dumb back then. Mm. Couldn't solve it. Um, Albert De Salvo is the little shitbag who used to impersonate a police officer or a modelling agent or something. He's just yeah, he's just a grubby little turd. Yeah, he uh, used to assault women, and, and he, he yeah, he's thirteen victims, but he he said he did them all, but he did one, I think. Uh, what a lunatic! Ended up getting stabbed to death in jail himself. So oh. makes you think, doesn't it? Oh, most certainly does. Well, mm. after that grim tale, I was hoping you'd <laughs> still be around. You'd watching documentaries on him for some time to come. But uh, no. just one bloke who did one murder. Yeah, well, I think so. Although he is known as the Boston Strangler now. Your mate. All right, let's get stuck into the app. Yep. All right, mate, this week, uh, before we get started, um, 
I do have to say, this week's episode has a suicide content warning. I know we're meant to dance around pretending that doesn't exist so no one gets any bright ideas. That clearly hasn't fucking worked. So if it's too sensitive for you to listen to, then there are plenty of other episodes of this very podcast every week, in fact, for the past three years. And on top of that, there's Patreon where you can, you know, you have to do the unthinkable and pay for the content we create for free here. Cheers for that. Good time too to mention. Um, by the way, is that the first ever suicide content warning with a fucking plug rammed in at the end? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not the only Jeez. plug. <laughs> Don't do it. Call someone or get on Patreon. Yes. Um, it is a good time to mention while we're down here. And not related to that, but please, you know, uh, sort yourselves out. Or if this isn't for you, that's fine. Listen to something yeah. else. We're not glorifying it, obviously, um, but we're not pretending that it doesn't fucking exist. Uh, good time to mention that while some of our contemporaries took a lo- nice long fucking break over summer to recharge mm. their batteries um, after a difficult year of their zero preparation podcast, we did not. <laughs> <laughs> Admittedly, I, I skipped a couple of intros as I was out of range, no, but a- we got the fucking job done in the lead up, didn't we? Yeah. Um, so you're, trying, you're in a bloody swampland in Morton Bay trying to pull a bug out with your mouth <laughs> or you're dipping for apples. Mate, if the microphone Bobbing worked there, I would have fucking done it. You know that. <laughs> anyway, enough shaming a little sister podcast. It's not their fault. Laziness is inherent, <laughs> except for literally. It's no one's fault. Good on you, fellas. So this week, mate, we are looking at uh, India. Is, by, the, by the way, it is pretty amazing that Groups of young men with no kids that just sit there and drink beers need a fucking time out. Oh, I feel the same way about anyone during Melbourne Comedy Festival. So, I'm um, a Monday night, that's the night for me. I just want to watch some fucking TV. Do a fucking hour's work, you lazy turd. Grow up. I can't do the Mondays. No way. Fuck off. Get out of my way. Yeah, you're doing the unthinkable. Comedy festival this year, two hours a well, night. <laughs> two hours, yeah. Off. I don't know how I'll do it. I don't know how. It looks I'm so just... funny. You've got, you've got to get around your show, Grot. Go and see Luke Heggie, Melbourne Comedy Festival. You've only got 42 opportunities to do so. I mean, and that is a worry, filling them. That, that's before he starts adding shows, which he's prone be, to do. I'd be adding anything to that, but it's, it's the only worry is filling them, doing it. Two hours. Yeah. Rather than eight of actual work, <laughs> yes, please. Of course. Won't even have a sip of water like these fucking turds ex- do <laughs> and expect you to pay to watch them remain alive there on stage, punctuate their jokes by a big, ni- nice long sip of water. There. By the way, this mm. is still the suicide content warning. Oh, okay, yeah, look after this yourself. This is still a part right. of all that. <laughs> so this week, mate, we should bottle that warning and... and <laughs> and put it out anytime there's a problem. Uh, this week is Air India Flight 131, November 11, the other never forget, 2018. Mumbai to London. Air India, proud to be Indian, proud to be global. Air India, <laughs> the news recently. Well, Air oh. India, they're busy. Air India, coming your way very soon, again and again. This is a woman called Simone Burns, 50, mm-hmm. born in Belfast, uh, so UK, and yeah. also known as Simone O'Brien. 
she's a human rights lawyer from Hove, UK. And a bit of background about Hove, UK. The East Sussex town was home to the first governor of South Australia, John Hindmarsh. A lot of Hindmarsh shit down in LA. Um, timely reminder that we've, by the time this comes out, uh, Australia Day will have come and gone. Not really my cup of tea. No, it's big in the Cody all, household. But um, All I know about Hove is Jay-Z mentions it. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Hove. Oh, H to the O-V. I assume it's a different one. I would say so if it's his name. Mm. Wouldn't be the East Sussex town of Hove, would it? <laughs> they do change their names quite a lot. <laughs> Hence the mentioning of it, trying to get it in their own heads. They're opposite to psychopaths who have to, you know, re-mention everyone's name when they meet them so they can remember them later on when they're ripping them off. Rappers, oh. just my own. I only got to remember one. Turns out I got to remember 20 over the course of my life. I'm always sus on people that remember everyone's name. Yeah, it's not – it's weird. It's ambitious. I'd give you examples right now, but I've forgotten who does it. Yeah. Which a- <laughs> <laughs> it was the guy trying to sell the you irony. diet pills. <laughs> When residents of Hove get asked if they're from Brighton, they reply, Hove actually, even though it's actually Brighton where they Ooh. live. It's just a part of Brighton. But they that is it. got that fucking, that, that snobby little New Zealand thing you see every now and then. No, I'm not Australian. Never. Don't mistake <laughs> me. Uh, Brighton is home to the Brighton Grand Hotel bombing, which your mates the IRA perpetrated in 1984, <laughs> height of the troubles. Uh, narrowly missed Thatcher, who didn't seem to give a shit. Still did the conference the next morning despite five people being killed, including politicians and their wives. Show must go on. See, women can be psychopaths too if they want. They have combined Brighton and Hove. Brighton and Hove Albion Football Club. Oh, okay. Is it- I was trying to remember their thing. I think it's the Seagulls. Brighton Hove Albion. I thought it was West Bromwich Albion. Is it a different Albion? No. Brighton and Hove Albion FC. Oh, okay. Well, as of recording, eighth in the Premier League. Not bad for the mm. Seagulls. Yeah, okay. Seagulls are terrible, terrible mascot, isn't it? And by the way, what a what a what a combination of two things. Their stadium is the American Express Community Stadium. <laughs> Is it? Is there no end to the bank's benevolence? Large corporations. What? What more can they do for society? Building stadiums for us. In the uh, Brighton Hotel bombing, Grand Hotel bombing. Patrick McGee. There's your first hint. That's, don't don't <laughs> have someone like that it. as a guest in your hotel in 1984. Hmm. Uh, he planted a long delay bomb of a couple of weeks earlier under the bath Jeez. in his room. That's a not a bad effort to calculate the hours on countback for when all those English politicians would be, you know, settling in in their pajamas with the newspaper and a cup of tea. Bang. Yeah. Also, a long long delay bomb in the bathroom. Just the Irish doing a fucking upper decker. <laughs> the same. <laughs> Next person in here, kablow. Yeah, yeah. Imagine if <laughs> imagine if you saved a bombing by shitting yourself and trying to. Read your undies in the in the cistern, getting rid of them. Thinking, oh, it's bombing there. No one ever looks in the cistern. Mm. You're putting your own, your you know soiled gusset undies in there, and you're going to get in the tabloids the next day and say how you foiled the plan of the IRA. That'd be good. 
How'd you do it? Nah, don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> still too embarrassed. Can't claim it. <laughs> Heard some ticking. So, no, you didn't. <laughs> Shit yourself, didn't you? <laughs> you know, some potato gems got me again. Potatoes. <laughs> on her nine-hour flight from Mumbai, she's travelling in first class on her way to her uncle's funeral. Might as well spend the inheritance before he's even cold. <laughs> first class? Yes, please. After breakfast was served, she asked for alcohol and was reportedly being obnoxious while doing so. Probably copped a sanctimonious eyebrow raise at this hour, lady, that sort of thing. So, when you all so know, you just at, at breakfast time say, put orange juice in it. Doesn't matter what you've ordered, champagne, a fucking lager, just put some oh, orange yeah. juice in there. Oh, Bloody Mary's a breakfast drink too, though. You put oh, juice. Bloody Mary's are my favourite. Love it. That's a good breakfast drink. Tomato juice or orange juice, have a Bucks Fizz or a Bloody Mary, more bets are off. Might as well be having Pims and Lemonade and playing croquet. <laughs> People respect you for it. Oh, yeah. I think you're better That's what, someone who just says I think she's, she's ordered the wrong drink. She'd, she's ordered a fucking Jim Beam and Coke or something. Oh, gone, she, whoa, come yeah, on. Well, she, was, she wanted red wine, which is not a great one oh, for no. the morning. No. Finally, this is where tantrums work. Uh, she was given three bottles of red wine an hour into the flight. Just a little fella, so it was bloody five o'clock somewhere, isn't it? But hopefully she got him in between the knuckles. You know, you can carry three or four of them in your in one hand. At the end of the Warriors, come out and play eh? yeah. with the empty. <laughs> Simone has complained that her TV was not positioned correctly. Don't know how that works. Oh. That's a, yeah. If anything, that's a design fault that needs to be looked at. Um, then she's gone into the galley to demand more drinks. People are always looking for leverage, aren't they? Like unrelated shit, drinker logic, <laughs> like, like children. My TV's not operating 100% capacity. You have to give me some wine. <laughs> what the fuck? Nothing to do with anything, lady. Uh, then when she was denied more drinks, she went on a bit of a tirade berating the staff. Sorry. Just oh. that last bit there I've got to play again. Write a report about me, I'll write a report about you. <laughs> yeah. I'll turn you inside fucking out. You fucking stupid cunt. Brilliant. Favourite part of that too, it goes it goes a little bit longer and oh. she has to do the unthinkable, which is ask someone a question. Otherwise, we arrive in fucking, where are we arriving again? Where are we arriving? Otherwise, you'll be all over fucking Europe, yeah? Brilliant. I'll turn you inside out, you fucking cunts, when we arrive in. Where are we arriving again? Yeah, it's great. Where are we right? Sorry, guys. Sorry, I'm in the middle of it. Where are we at? Heathrow. Fucking Heathrow. <laughs> inside out's pretty good. That's a good oh, threat. Turn you inside out. You fantastic. <laughs> that video was uh, four minutes long mm. and a, a big internet hit. Um, at one stage, it's not, the audio's all right. Like, four minutes, I sat through it. And it's like, oh, come on. Could have yeah. packaged that up into a highlights reel. Uh, which we got the best part of it just there. But she shouted she was an international criminal lawyer for the fucking Palestinian people at one stage. Um, some more quotes. 
I'm a leader of the fucking boycott movement. If I say boycott fucking Air India, done. I'm a fucking barrister, a human rights lawyer, and an international criminal lawyer. Yeah. I've done so much for you fucking Indians and fucking Pakistanis. You should be grateful to me, she also said. Mm. So, And nothing says, I stand by the Palestinian people like eating bacon and drinking booze while being in a first-class seat. Damn straight. Well, she's also like the Indians working for Air India. I'm sure they'd appreciate all Simone's done for their people mm. and cancelled out all that good work by helping out their mortal enemies, the Pakistanis, in equal measure <laughs> by the sounds of things. So she should have picked one of those. Uh, she also... Which side am I fucking meant to be on here? <laughs> yeah. What's the fucking airline I'm on? India. <laughs> I fucking do This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. And so much. (laughs) (laughs) Simone's also, and this has become such a staple in recent times, she's gone to the toilet and tried to light up a dart three times. Um, That's a flagship move for nearly every episode at the moment. Uh, One of the pillars. There's only only one thing left to do after that. And by the way, you reckon that's a bit of a, you're in the eye of the storm? When they just go off to the shitter, does everyone look around and go, fucking hell? Yeah. You reckon this is going to get easier or harder when the door opens? You, you're better tacticians to be sitting there coming up with a plan. But the, the problem is those toilet, you can, you can lock them, but they're unlocked from the inside as well. So it's not yeah. like you can't just fucking break off a broom handle. No. In. I'm sure there's some way you could. You just <laughs> put the thing across and hold your finger on it. You need a lot of tape. Yeah. You need it around if they're in the middle toilet around. <laughs> oh, you get some an innocent bystander in the other toilet because you go and tape yeah. all the way around the whole column. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, mate. Yeah. You, you're stuck there for the rest of the flight. That's it. Ocky straps. You could ocky strap the whole thing <laughs> all the way around. Done. I don't want to be on it. I don't want to be on any plane where they've got ocky straps. I I contemplated taking one before you wouldn't be allowed it on but just to oggy strap my head to the to the seat so you don't oh, get yeah. a head bob when you're sleeping just like attach it by the forehead covers the other person's screen no no you go up nice and high you're fine oh yeah <laughs> then you don't get that awful head whack do your neck yeah. in just while trying yeah. to sleep yeah, until a bit of turbulence knock those fucking oggy straps loose you lose an eye someone else would lose an eye though wouldn't they <laughs> It's not flicking straight around into my eye, going somewhere else. Oh, it was like the first time I ever tied down a bunch of shit on the roof to go on holiday, maybe a year ago. I think I spoke about it on here. With hockey straps. Mate, and it was fucking so, it was so windy. Like the big Subaru Forester and you're feeling the wind push the car on the the freeway heading down. I'm looking 
I've pulled open the sunroof bit and you can see some stuff having a bit of trouble. And mm. Luge, my wife said, we'll be fine. I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh. No, it's not about us. It's about the fucking car behind us that's yeah. about to get a pram through the windshield at 110k an hour. Yeah. It's, I'm not thinking it's going to collapse in onto us here in this car. Have we got a name tag on that pram? More to the point. Because <laughs> <laughs> not many builders have names on their ladders. And that's, you see a few of them on the highway. Yeah. They got, you wouldn't stop. You'd have to go. Oh. You're not hanging around to fix that up. How how tight did you have the hockey straps? Could you see the fibers? No, no, no. It wasn't wasn't that. Oh, okay. oh it, it was a pretty good job, but I went overboard on the number of. Oh, okay, yeah. You know what I mean? That's the. Oh, I know exactly what you've done. If you don't know knots, tie lots. <laughs> yeah, that's the, bloody that's the one. Yep. I went volume. <laughs> <laughs> volume over skill. <laughs> uh, after being refused her fourth bottle of wine for breakfast. Yeah. Understandable. Simone uh, spat in one of the crew members' faces. Oh, that you know what's annoying too? Red wine spit. Oh, extra. Any annoying. spit? I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't discern. If it's just spit and you've got a white shirt on, that's just you can clean that up. Well, you throw some white wine at it, wouldn't you? You say, <laughs> "Has anyone been drinking white wine? Can you spit on this red wine spit?" <laughs> It'll cancel it out. That's what I've heard. Bit of Air India alchemy. Let's fix this right here. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it's not, it's not even enough to be a human rights lawyer who does a bunch of pro bono work helping out the downtrodden on a wholesale basis. Is it? You've got to refrain from spitting in people's faces now too. Oh. world's gone bloody mad, hasn't it? Simone has called the flight attendants. Uh, what four words? I'm going to add to your tale. I'll give you 100 oh. AUD plus. Yeah. I'll even give you the second and third words here. Oh, yeah. So you've only got to guess words one and four. All right. Uh, no. Should I give you the – do you want the second and third words right. or the first and fourth words? Yeah. I'll go second and third. You want the second and third? You might get yeah. this. <laughs> the second and third are money grabbing. Uh, well, she's a fucking money grabbing cunts. No, but I like the cutting jib. Oh. Thank fuck. <laughs> It was Indian money grabbing cunts. Oh. oh that hurts. That hurts. Yeah. <laughs> There's no the fucking division six here. <laughs> There's no forty eight dollars eleven coming my way. <laughs> oh mate, it would have fucked. Yeah. That would have hurt me. I'm already in the hole from last time. <laughs> yeah, the suicide the suicide. Tip up top. That was for you here. If you lose too much, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> need some more patrons to help me pay my fines. Now I'm getting too cocky on the bed. Do it, mate. <laughs> the crew. Do it. It's two hundred bucks. It's just a joke. <laughs> the crew were writing a report about her, which she grabbed off them and continued her abuse. Like written reports, <laughs> they don't work. They no. don't work in McDonald's. A written warning. They're not going to work in the yeah, air. Yeah, that. In that first little bit, she says this. Yeah, that's what that's about. Love that. She grabbed it. One stage, she went back to her seat and berated everyone else sitting in first class for not doing anything about it. A bit of, oh, yeah. yeah. There you all are sitting in your first class <laughs> seats. All I wanted was a little bottle of wine. What'd you do? <laughs> behavior that, walk, that you walk past is a behavior you condone. <laughs> We've all heard that. Think about it. 
What do you make of African children starving in labour camps, huh? Well, if you support them, you better get me a mini bottle of wine, all of you, you know? Otherwise, you agree with the despots, you bourgeois fucking pinkos or something. I don't know what she's doing. I'd love to see her slogans on the on the signs at the rallies. Oh. Free Palestine or I'll turn you inside out, you fucking Yeah, cats. nonsensical, isn't it? So good. Love it. I re- And these, these three wines, they're not her first drinks on this journey. No, she's got form. She's mm. she's whacked back a couple of couple of tepid kingfishers in Mumbai Airport, I reckon. Yeah. Um, those um those kingfishers, by the way, I don't know if you've ever. I didn't know there were different types. No, I was at a place once. And they said you want kingfisher or kingfisher red, and I should have just thought it's the same rule as Cooper's. The kingfisher, the normal one, five percent. The kingfisher premium, eight. Goodness gracious! Did you have it? But, yeah, had a few of them. Didn't realise. Nasty. Didn't have a look. Just thought, this is nice. I was at an Indian place, spicy food, beautiful beer. Yep. Go with that. Trouble getting out. Did it ruin your family's night? <laughs> ruin everyone around you's I'm, night? All of them? Not that bad. I'll lock it no. up in front of my family. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Simone was, uh, she was given a verbal warning and then... Once the flight landed, she was arrested. Status arrested. But that was without being diverted. Just went to Heathrow. That's how you do it. Beautiful. Although she wasn't throwing punches. That may have been the clincher. But having said that, we've seen planes diverted for less and spitting, as discussed, worse than a punch to the head. See, and again, we always bring this up. They cut these people off. That lady, she's not far off from falling asleep passing mm. out, right? Yeah. I think ply them with booze at altitude. Prevention. So when they wake up, not only are they getting arrested, they are going to have the worst hangover. Yeah. But you wouldn't get arrested if you're just asleep, would you? Like do you, do you think what's it's, it's like science and you're not going to be able to tell how many more drinks she can take before she will just pass out? Oh, you just keep going. They're going to slow down. Yeah, okay. If she's already at that, I'll turn you inside out if you're yelling yeah. that. Do you think you have to? They should wait until someone does something stupid before you get cut off. Because getting cut off is the catalyst for a lot of kickoffs. Yeah, and it clearly doesn't work. <laughs> it's like the war on drugs. Just keep going. Yeah, for sure. We'll <laughs> blame third world countries all we like, but the war on drugs not working. Bring out. I reckon the more you Free kick the off, market. the more extravagant they bring out the the sparkler in the bottle of vodka. There you yeah. go, love. Congrats. It was our fault. You're fucking kidding. I think you forget how grubby, like how actual grubby some people are because if someone did that to me, made a scene, brought out sparklers and shit, maybe a little cupcake and started singing to me and shit, that would have the effect of me shutting my stupid mouth, being so embarrassed, wouldn't want anyone to even know what I look like for the rest. I'd put a sock over my fucking head or something. Not everyone's like that. Like, oh, me. Oh, I am special. I knew it. And then just go crazy. Long Island iced teas. <laughs> the uh, viral video of Simone mm. caused her to start receiving death threats. She became a hermit before going to court. Good old Isleworth Crown Court, again, mm. not too far from Heathrow. So witnesses and victims can pop over on their lunch break from the airport <laughs> or in between flights. That'd be good, wouldn't it? Have a squeeze? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I might do that. I'm going to the UK in a few months for a mate's wedding. 
Yeah. And it's a it's a it's a late flight home. But you have to check out of the hotel early. Mm. Maybe just swing by Isleworth. Maybe I can have a squiz. It's on the way. It's not far from Heathrow, yeah. Yeah, beautiful. Pop in. <laughs> Dane Court's bloody good fun. Good value. What's claimed her actions were out of character due to a mixture of altitude, consumption of drink, and anxiety? Uh, the anxiety, if you want to know, it was about the fact mm. that she was likely to miss her uncle's funeral. So they mm. don't know how that was going to change mid-flight. <laughs> she must have known the time of the funeral before booking the ticket, much less boarding the plane, and it wasn't delayed. That'd be tricky. She was trying, yeah, trying to drink enough to time travel. That's where she's yeah, in trouble there. I don't know how that works, but uh, they chucked it in. In court, again, they were told by a crew member, in the 34 years I've worked for Air India, this is the first time I've been treated like this by a woman. I felt abused. Mostly blokes slapping them with slippers and shit, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, you got to chuck in by a woman at the end there. Oh, for sure. Women can be abusive too, buddy. Welcome to the world. By that, I mean the West. Uh, the prosecutor, Caroline Paul, told the court, one of the crew members who dealt with Simone later described her as being continually abusive in the nine-hour flight and in his 30 years as a flight oh, purser, he'd never witnessed such behaviour. We're looking at a fucking all-timer here. Yeah. Hall of Fame abuser. 30 years. That's records. This is like when a, when a fucking new shop opens up. Okay, we yeah. have got 38 years of barista experience here. Oh, yeah. Just looking, you've got about 20 baristas. I don't know. Law, oh, law firms, <laughs> they enjoy that. Oh, law firms, laugh. They've got 3,000 years of experience. <laughs> too many fucking employees, mate. Uh, That's what happens when you're charging six-minute blocks, you remember. Yeah. <laughs> the judge told Simone, the fact remains that you were drunk and obnoxious almost from the beginning to the end. You were abusive, contemptuous and confrontational and used appalling language. Unlike hers, that's quite nice language. Uh, Simone was sentenced to... Oh, do I get to have a guess? Yes, you do. Go. Human rights lawyer is going to bring it down a bit, I think. I'm going to go... She did kick off of... I'm going to say 14 months. No. 14 months. But I like the cut jib. It was six months jail for being drunk on an aircraft, two months jail for assault to be served concurrently. Ah. So six months. Six months. I, I never understood that concurrent business. Call it four months yeah. and two months. Yeah. I'm fucking, what do you mean concurrent sentences? It's just a, the law loves complicating matters, don't they? Hoping none of us normal citizens ever question, any, question anything because it's big boy stuff. Butt out. You're out of your element, Donnie. That sort of shit. Uh, she was also ordered to pay how much? Oh. Six months. This is compensation oh. to the crew member she spat on. And I'll give you a hint, I'd want more. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go like, I'm going to say. 10 uh, pounds. Fi- 500 pounds. 300. Oh. It's more, more money in it for a victim to cop a punch in there. Yeah. Making getting spat on an even more galling experience. 300. 300 for a spit in the face. Oh. Holy shit. That's, I mean, good value if you want to get around doing it. <laughs> but again, we've said it on here. You never know. One story, you're getting charged 300 bucks. Another story, yes, it's 15 years in jail. If we get it in writing, what we're going to get, <laughs> if we go on a plane and just cut loose and end up in fucking Bermuda, 
I'd, I'd do it. Not the spitting. Uh, the four-minute clip of her going mad on the plane, as mentioned, went viral. She became the target of internet trolls. Timely reminder, and we've talked about this recently, so we'll just fucking take it easy on the trolling. And <laughs> Hold on, after, after we've spoken about her for... <laughs> Well, no, we're not internet trolling. And if you find yourself the target of trolling, or you're likely to be, turn off the internet for a news cycle. Done. The angry mob always move on when they don't get fed. Someone else's problem. (laughs) uh... Turn off the computer. Done. As as with my recent comparison to cancer. Uh, This is. Mate, I, I, I think not only haven't you turned your computer off, You've left that comment on there so long it's fucking burned in like a plasma screen. No, it's bouncing around. Like, you know, I bounce it around so it doesn't burn in. Like that little DVD thing what, used like the, to do. The DVD logo? Yeah. Hit the corner cancer, hit the corner cancer. It's funny as cancer. Yeah. It's playing Pong with itself on my fucking for Falcon. So this is where it turns and apologies in advance if you came this far and you don't want to hear about this sort of thing but no one ever talks about it. Nothing ever gets done about it. It exists. Pretty prolific and all of us pretty much know someone who's done it. 13 days after being released from Bronzefield Women's Prison, Simone suicided at one of Britain's most famous locations for people to take their lives. Uh, oh. Never really gotten behind the committed aspect of this. Like it's a pretty grim ending. We've got to fucking charge yeah. them with a crime as well. Someone yeah. committed it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> the last gotcha. Yeah, just one one last little fuck off, isn't it? I don't like that. I don't like that you described it as like a popular spot for it or something. It I is. I think that's the bit you're not allowed to. Maybe we'll have to beep out the name of it. Oh, okay. Well, this place yeah. said to have around twenty suicides per year. It's about the third most common suicide spot in the world after and a in Japan. Conrad, I reckon just beep that in case he got it so wrong. Are you worried about promoting or are you worried about my racist mispronunciation? Uh, The same woods where one of your mentors came unstuck posting a YouTube video of himself being shocked Mm. at coming across the body but also chucking in a few jokes while he was at it. Yeah. Yeah. YouTubers. Oh, he's in so much trouble that YouTube punished him by taking his premium ads away for a limited time. (laughs) So on the same trip, Logan Paul, what a! I know he's one of your influences, as well as being an influencer. The, the most hurtful thing you've said in 150 odd episodes of this podcast. He, Continue, Logan Paul. He's on the same trip in Japan. He threw an oversized poke bowl at a Tokyo police officer. He's lucky the Japanese are not wow. as heavy-handed as some of their neighbours. He'd be in the fucking ground. Yeah, somewhere else pulling that shit. He apologised, obviously before pulling a fish out of his pond and pretending to give it CPR and tasering a couple of dead rats in other unrelated pranks. Should have his own radio show. Yeah. He, uh, <laughs> he's bounced back consistently through controversy and it turns out people who watch that shit don't really care about much at all. Do you know what Logan Paul's doing now? Uh, actually, I do. Oh, maybe <laughs> not. I haven't, I'm yeah. not on his mailing list like you are, so <laughs> what's he doing right now? I believe he's in the WWE. Oh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, he's, he is. He's, uh, according to Logan Paul, boxing has made Logan Paul human again. Oh, no, he's beaten. He, he was doing some, he fought Floyd he Mayweather. He's a world champion, yeah. Um, yeah, now he's in wrestling and he has, he's derided the chasing of followers and money 
while stopping short of donating all of it to a worthy cause and starting all over again, he derides it. Says, nah, don't do it, everyone. Tried it, done it, and uh, give me my money. He also got in, uh, got in a bit of trouble over claims that he had a, a certain business that fell through. Was it um, diet pills or something? Oh, no, worse. What? what Exercise what equipment? That no, was a scam. Worse. Crypto. Crypto. Did he have his own crypto? He had a, an NFT game called Crypto Zoo. Logan Coin. I mean, if you're buying crypto off pretty much anyone, but especially Logan Paul, then, you know, me, mate, I don't like to victim blame, but fucking <laughs> that's a... That's on you. There's some grey area there, surely. <laughs> the, uh, the Jewish Chronicle posted an article about Simone on Twitter and let the beautiful Twitter community just have at it. Someone, someone drew the long bow of Simone being anti-Hindu. Apparently the human rights cases Simone followed were all of Abrahamic circles, which constitutes bigotry because mm. other people need help too. It's not enough to help some people. Mm-hmm. You're not helping everyone. You're a fucking bigot. <laughs> I'd suggest Abrahamic religions constitute a wide variety of people. Uh, shades of your mate Harry Triggerboff though. In Australia, <laughs> directing his tax break charitable contributions toward exclusively one cause, which has nothing to do with the land he's pillaged, made so permanently ugly here. Um, either way, how this Twitter sleuth knows so much about her charitable work and the skullduggery of it, fuck knows. Doesn't take much, does it? <laughs> I've had a, like in the comment, I, you know, most recently, oh, no. obviously. He's back on. <laughs> most recently, obviously, cancer, but I've had a, <laughs> on a is, is this going to be your whole year all 2023 <laughs> just staring at the for falcon with that comment <laughs> bouncing around getting angrier and angrier just comments no I've, I've had a um, nothing to do with me but a Bosnian and a Serbian just fucking having a having a virtual oh, really? fight in the comments of a YouTube clip brilliant right how do you get to that I got, I've never mentioned anything like that yeah anything political much less <laughs> from that region and there we have a Bosnian and a Serbian just fighting each other <laughs> fucking pretty good what a world what a time to be alive that uh, must be like when a punch on kicks off at a restaurant yeah what the fuck they're just serving food how's this yeah. it's, it's opportunism yeah obviously it's like road rage you just well it's yeah just want to fight it's not that bloke necessarily that you're upset with it's yourself mm. that's why I scream at the ocean when I'm fishing <laughs> <laughs> not mother nature's fault per se but you know no. there's other stuff <laughs> but even more terrifying a submerged head <laughs> <laughs> that's gone for a swim at night time again <laughs> one twitter user Jillian a blogger and poet like you who sometimes paints to get away from social media What's the difference, you know? She said. Yeah. And you'll like this. She said, the captain was quite hot. I like a man who <laughs> remains calm in the face of a drunken, ranting international fucking lawyer. <laughs> in, one of, in one of Gillian's poems, she goes so far as to mention that Twitter sucks, but there she is. Moths to a flame, I know. Can't help themselves. <laughs> and uh, finally, this is the last thing I will say on the matter, Rob T on Twitter Felt strongly enough to send a heartfelt R.I.P. out. Oh, well, we missed it. Like a comet 
blazing across the evening sky gone too soon rob t has said rip susan a flawed human being who isn't may you find rest in eternity now perhaps simone was a pedant who was about to set about resting in eternity until some dickhead didn't even comprehend well enough to remember her first name. So that's the world we're currently living in, isn't it? Have you had any? Have you had to do any RIPs lately? Your Twitter feed is exclusively oh. RIPs. Well, uh, end of December, prime time for, I mean, slow news weeks, obviously, yeah. around, but yeah, Pele, Robert Walters, someone else, a few other miscellaneous, but Christ- between Christmas and New Year's, a lot of oh. celebs... Barbara Walters. Yeah. I didn't know that. It's all right now. Mm. Yeah. I haven't been following the news. I'm sorry to be the bearer of such bad news. She was not triple figures, but probably not far off. I don't know. Brutal way to find out. Oh, sorry. Like a castle built upon a sandy beach. too soon. That brings us to the end of another episode of Midflight Brawl. Thanks for listening. Thanks for telling your mates. If you want to get around us, patreon.com slash midflightbrawl for extra episodes, early access and ad-free episodes of this pod and uh, early access to ticket sales for live shows. Heggy, mm. lukeheggy.com for all your tour dates. Damn straight. Complaints as well while you're at it if you want. Bang. <laughs> Funny as cancer. Put in money and... <laughs> Don't be a coward leaving him on YouTube comments. See you next time. See you, mate. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to Midair Brawl. This is our very first episode. Heggy, you're already shaking your head. It's mid-flight brawl, dickhead. Oh, fucking hell. Okay, ready to go. The clap. Hang on, sorry, I fucked it. Clap. 